You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies with Mickey and Megan, two best friends adventuring through motherhood, building our careers, and and not losing losing our shit. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. This is Megan. And this is Mickey. Hey, everybody. Hey, how's it going, Mickey? Good, good, good. I'm excited about tonight's episode. We're talking about photography which is just an issue I think a lot of moms are dealing with with our kids or even photography for your business. Um, But before we get into that, let's dive in on our highs and lows. Would you like to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Okay, so my high for this week is something really unexpected. If you guys have listened to our episodes, you know what a paranoid freak I've been about COVID. So this was really, really a big deal. My sister, Sam, um, came and stayed at our house and visited us. She had a COVID test before she came and we're, we're very, very careful. So she was comfortable with us not having a COVID test. So she came, ripped off the mask. We all ripped it. We were mask free. Oh my gosh. Just having somebody staying in our house was the most amazing like reminder of normal life. Like I got to host, I was like, well, cook, let's cook. Let's, you know, hang out, do everything. My mom came over and spent time with us too. And it just, we haven't done anything like that since this all started. So it was a big deal. Also on Saturday, my mother-in-law came down to visit from Bellingham and she just came for the day and we were able to move our socially distanced like hangouts to inside, which was also a big deal for us. Um, So that was really fun too. We got to see a lot of family this weekend, but something funny happened um, with my sister being here. So, you know, it was within the first like 10 minutes or so of her being here with, with us, without us having masks on. So it was still like really uncomfortable. Like, do I, don't I, how close do I get? Like, it's like, it, it, you just feel so vulnerable and like exposed. It's like, you're walking around like without a shirt on or something. It's like, um, Hey, so we all get a cup of coffee and we're standing around talking and I'm taking drinks out of my coffee. And I look down and I realize oh my God, this is Sam's cup, the cup she'd been drinking out of. So it was like, all right, well, we just swapped spit. So we're really going, we're really going for it. Oh my gosh. Of course that would happen. Of course. I'm just like, oh my gosh. So yeah, hopefully everything's fine. I'm sure we'll, everything will be fine. So that was, that was huge and so exciting. And just like the best family fun weekend ever. We went to the pumpkin patch and yeah, we went to home camp pumpkin patch twice one with each like with my mother-in-law and with our family and it just was so 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 fun um I'm still buzzing from it I'm like totally off my game tonight because I'm just like hungover from excitement yeah for sure um yeah my low I had to pull from oh my gosh I can't remember now if it was last week or the week before because I didn't actually really have a low for this week because this was just such a big highlight Um, so my low was a couple weeks ago, I started to feel sick and I just was like, Oh, I just kind of feel run down. I just feel like maybe I have allergies. I don't know. And so I've been like obsessively taking my temperature every day anyway. And so I was like, well, I should make sure I take my temperature. 
and my thermometer said I had a fever. And I was like, uh, what? Okay. Well, I'm not, I don't feel like that sick, which is kind of like, that's how some people's COVID is, but they have a fever. So I keep taking my temperature, but my thermometer, like on my, um, left side of my forehead would say like 101. And then on my right side, it would say like 98. And then I would take it again, like 20 minutes later and it would say no fever. So I wasn't doing it to anyone else. So I was really confused. So I decided like, I kind of feel like I have a fever. I don't feel the best. Like, why not? I'm just going to go get a COVID test, which everyone else like that I know has had one. So I was like, okay, I guess we'll see what the hype's all about. So I went and got a COVID test and it wasn't that bad. And I didn't have COVID, it turned out. So thank goodness. I don't know what was going on with me. Um, But just like the whole experience was really overwhelming. Just kind of like a what if kind of thing like I really kept telling myself like it's it's probably not that but it just was like a a big reminder that like this is still a thing and like yeah. a slap in the face of like okay well what would I do like if I did actually have it because all I kept thinking about was well Nora's gonna have it like we're we don't right. distance from each other at all like I exposed my daughter to this and just kind of freaked out about it but it was a low just because of the fear that came along with it and the the reminder of reality but a high in the end because I didn't have it yeah Yeah, I I mean it's only going to get scarier from here too entering normal flu season Mm -hmm. so I feel for everyone who's going to end up getting the sniffles or a cough or whatever like seasonal normal things that we get because it's going to be so scary and to have to go get tested for I mean for everything I don't I don't even know like, do you have to pay? Did you have to pay to get tested? No, you didn't have to pay. Like, for where we are in Olympia, it's, like, two minutes up the road from my house. It was a drive through testing. Mm-hmm. They actually, it was kind of hard to find a place that could test anytime after, like, four o'clock on the same day. Okay. So that was kind of frustrating. Hopefully, by the time, like, flu season is in full swing, testing is a little bit more easily available. Because what's the alternative if you feel sick? don't get a test and just stay home for two weeks just in case like it should I mean I know that's like a hot topic so but like rapid testing I feel like is so important and I just hope that it is more available soon yeah it'd be so nice like my sister in Seattle can just have a test delivered to her front her doorstep they Mm -hmm. leave it on her door she does it puts it back like wraps it all up and puts it back on her doorstep and they take it the next day and then she finds out so it's like so easy to get tested in Seattle so yeah hopefully hopefully that expands yeah yeah I'm just imagining school (laughs) School I know it's gonna be crazy well also if like football players are able to get tested multiple times a week just to play football like I really feel like children going back to school maybe should be able to get tested yeah I yeah well yeah. See how all that goes. That's a whole thing. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, for sure. I mean, it's on all of our minds, I think. Um, well, that kind of segues into my highs and lows. Um, my high is my son goes to kindergarten tomorrow in person. Um, that in itself, I mean, is exciting and stuff, but it's not, that's not exactly my high. Um, my high is they had an open house last week. Um, we got to go into the school. We had like an hour time block to go in, um, see the classroom, kind of go through. There's a whole new setup for pick up and drop off. Like we used to 
be able to walk them into their class or like at least in the hallway and um, at pickup we would like park and go wait outside and stand around and it was like my only social time talking to the other parents mm -hmm. but yeah. now we have a barcode and like my kid is a barcode and they, we pull in and they're gonna scan our car we like put it in our windshield and then that's gonna light up a thing in the classroom like light up his name so the teacher knows she can send him out and he's got a barcode on his backpack like a whole thing which Creepy. one in general is going to be efficient mm -hmm. but also like then I'm not going to ever see any other adult ever <laughs> and I'm like a little bummed about that but I understand yeah. for now but hopefully yeah. someday we go back to like in person mm -hmm. but um anyways besides that the open house made me feel so much better um okay. we got to go in they have like dots all on throughout the hallways six feet apart so the kids know where to stand um they start on their dots in the morning in the hallway before they go into class we have mm -hmm. to do um a little like at home health assessment and put a sticker on them showing you know that they haven't had a fever in the past 24 hours and a cough and all these things they have to have that on them when they get to school we got to go in the classroom and see like all the tables and just like mentally imagining my kids going back to school like with masks and distancing just mm -hmm. sounded so creepy and like I was not excited about it yeah. but going into the classrooms they have tables and the way that they're doing their like hybrid is um, the classes are divided in half so he's only going to be in a class with like 10 to 12 kids so really they have like five or six tables and one kid at each end because they're oh, six good. foot long tables yeah so just seeing it laid out, it's definitely a, not, a lot more like minimalist kind of mm -hmm. classroom, um, but it wasn't scary. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, this makes sense. It just looks a lot more organized. Mm -hmm. And they're going to give the kids each like a binky clip to put their masks on for when they go outside to recess. They're going to have um, areas blocked off for each class. Like everything is so structured. They've done such a good job of trying to plan for everything. Mm -hmm. um, so. I, it made me feel a lot better and a lot Good. safer sending him back and not like I'm just sending him in as a <laughs> guinea pig kind of Good thing. Which, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my high because that kind of eased some fears and I like to be able to like visualize what, mm -hmm. what I'm doing, let alone where my kids are. So being able to go and see it and experience it made me feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, let's see my low. I have two. One will be really quick. Um, so since school's starting tomorrow and we've only been doing COVID haircuts, I took my kids <laughs> to get haircuts today. And I'm like, okay, I don't even know like where to go. Normally I like, we could make an appointment or whatever. My son likes to go to like the sports place with all the guys, whatever. I just took them to Great Clips really quick. Mm -hmm. They had the worst experience ever maybe oh, no. not at the price of some people my son like she was just really rough sh um, shaving his head mm -hmm. which he was like pretty upset about afterwards and his haircut's okay piper i've been cutting like at the end of last in-person year she really wanted to cut bangs and was mm -hmm. like bangs 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 fine i cut her some bangs not amazing but looking back now i did a pretty good job because the girl today butchered her freaking oh. bangs they're so short and like they go far to the edges. Oh no. You know? Oh, oh no. So Luckily she's adorable and they grow quickly. But I was like, 
oh my god okay I could have saved myself the money and just kept doing it at home and just like yeah. practice more I guess so I'm sorry that, that's awful oh my god bad haircuts it was just like cool our one time I'm like nervous enough going yeah. was in mask. I'm like t- sending one kid in at a time or waiting outside and they turned out bad mm. my other dance like low which really is more of like a hot mess situation <laughs> this is so embarrassing but yes I can't wait <laughs> yeah so I shared it on my personal Facebook a little bit but I'll tell you guys more of the details so my daughter um was having her zoom meeting at her like little desk and so behind her would be our kitchen table which is like our everything table they do crafts and everything there um mm-hmm. and my son was doing like an art project or something so I come and I'm like, try- I'm helping him do that. And it's like the morning and <laughs> whatever. And so I like have a little butt itch. <laughs> so I'm like wearing my husband's sweatpants. Like still like I just put on, they're, they're my sweatpants now, but they're hand-me-downs. And like just, like just woke up, whatever, ready to go. So I'm like not even paying attention. Put Okay, put my hand down my pants but outside of the underwear okay so this isn't inappropriate I definitely <laughs> put my head down my pants like scratching my, my like butt leg part but like where my yeah. butt is and like just like not even pay attention to do and I was like oh my god and I turn around and I'm like definitely in view of her during her zoom meeting so luckily I mean there's a lot of kids in her class so I'm sure no one really saw but if I mean just the fact that someone could have and just that I like had so let my guard down <laughs> I'm like really I'm gonna be that mom with all the stories that are going like that you hear people in zooms or whatever like yeah. oh wow that was- but, like you're at home so it's not natural instincts to think that like there's a video watching you yeah like yeah. And I'm like oh that was yeah so potentially embarrassing I haven't heard any feedback oh thank no God. But yeah, it was definitely like a wake up like, oh, oh God, okay. Maybe I saw like... your Facebook post and I was like, you were like, oh, I hope my kid's class didn't see me scratching my butt. I was like, oh, is she kidding? Like, what is this? Oh, yeah. I, didn't think I was like, oh yeah, no, it was, man, real down the pants, butt scratching, <laughs> really embarrassing. So yeah, so now I just had to tell these, everybody about it. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. That's I so know. Funny. I know nice was Piper <sighs> mortified or no and I don't I didn't tell her like tell I didn't her. want to interrupt or anything I, it was more of like a private shame <laughs> I like went into the kitchen I was like okay get it together lady this can't be oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah I love it well love it thank yeah. you so much for sharing that. that's hilarious <sighs> all right let's just take a moment because we've all maybe been there Maybe. <laughs> like praying. I know some of you have got to I'm have sure. good yeah. Zoom stories. Yeah. Yeah. Share your Zoom stories with us. We'd love to hear because like I just do Zoom for some of our fitness classes sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I actually the other day had to text the instructor like, hey, you're recording this. Like, does it show us? Because Nora just ran out of the bathroom with her pants and like down around her ankles. I just want to make sure. And luckily it doesn't record us, but um, that's like the biggest faux pas I've had on Zoom. So I'd love yeah. to hear other people's stories. Yeah. <laughs> that can make you feel a little less. Yeah. Less alone. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, 
we are going to get going on our main topic for the episode, which is talking about photography, as Mickey said. So our guest for this episode is a portrait photographer, photography, and Photoshop educator, and mom of four. She helps moms take and edit better pictures of their kids. She's the creator of the blog, CozyClicks.com, and the host of the Stay Focused podcast. So please welcome to the show, Emily. Welcome to the show, Emily. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to talk to you about photography tonight. Thank you, Megan and Mickey. And I am so excited to be here. So so thank you for inviting me and thank you for having me. Absolutely. Of course. Well, before we dive in on photography, um, why don't you tell our listeners about yourself, who you are, what you do, what makes you a boss lady? So um, I guess I'm not really exciting. I've got, you know, I'm 40-ish years old. I've got four young kids that keep me on my toes all the time. Um, I'm a portrait photographer and also a photography educator. I've been a teacher for a long time and then just kind of you know, moved into the the photography world and wanted to teach that to people. So that's kind of what I do now. Awesome. That that sounds like such an interesting job. Photography is so interesting to me because I just don't get it. I have an iPhone, which is amazing now with what you could do with these photos. But I look back at old photos sometimes and I just take the most horrid blurry like luckily now the phone makes it pretty easy to take like a decent picture but I never understand people who can just like see an object sitting there and make it look so beautiful I just don't get it so I'm really excited to learn a little bit from you (laughs) no you're totally right and I totally get that because I think that same way about like musicians like I hear music and that just like I don't know how someone sits down and like creates a tune. So you're right. It does like photography is it's a different kind of art form and it's a different kind of just thing to wrap your brain around. So I I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're going to dive in and ask you some questions, pick your brain, get some tips um, because you know, most of us are trying to get as many pictures as we can of our children and our families ourselves. So uh, let's go ahead and get going. So we wanted to see if you could share your top tips for taking better pictures of your kids without a fancy camera. Sure. So, and and Megan, just like you were saying earlier, like the iPhone and camera phones have come such a long way. You could really get good pictures of your kids. Mm-hmm. Thing is, your kids don't always want to have their picture taken. So you can't always get a good picture. So I think going into taking photos of your kids, just kind of keep that in the back of your head. Like, what is it that you want to take a picture of? Do you want a picture of them looking at you and smiling? Do you want to take a picture of the moment? Do you just want to, you know, capture their everyday life? What it, What is it that you want to take a picture of? Um, if you want to be more intentional and try to get a more professional looking picture, you definitely can do that with a camera, but you have to be more purposeful. So just like I said before, make sure that you know what kind of picture you want to take and then really look at 
the picture as a whole. So take a look at your backgrounds because so many times we take pictures and then we see like trash in the background or like your underwear is on the floor or there's, <laughs> you know, there's something in the background that you don't want to see. So if your intent is to really take a picture that looks professional, even if your kid isn't looking and smiling at the camera, just look at all the details, look at everything in the picture and make sure you take things out of the picture beforehand that you don't want in there. Same thing like if your kid is chewing gum and you don't want to see the gum in the picture or if they, you know, they're wearing like an old holy shirt that you keep trying to throw away and they keep pulling out of the trash and that's what they're wearing that day. Then, you know, just, just be really intentional and pay attention to detail. Um, mm -hmm. And then another thing, and this is a little more technical, but just something to keep in the back of your head. And that is pay close attention to the light. And I'd like to tell moms to think about it in this way, because, you know, we all have those times when we look in the mirror and sometimes it's like our bathroom mirror or the car mirror um, or a mirror at, you know, some restaurant and the lighting is awful. And we look at ourselves <laughs> and we're like, oh, my God, look at these shadows under my eyes. Like, I just look horrible. And mm -hmm. it's because light plays such an important role in the way we look. So if you are really paying attention to your kids and the way the light is falling on them, if it looks weird on them, or if it's spotty, or if there's heavy shadows or highlights, it's going to look weird in the picture. Mm. So just make sure that you're very clear about how the light works. And one, one tip that's really good is to work with the light that is coming in from the window, that mm -hmm. natural light that's coming in. You don't need to buy a flash or, a, uh, you know, a lighting setup to get pro looking pictures. Mm -hmm. The natural light that comes in from your window is going to give you the most beautiful light that falls across your kids' faces and really gives you some pro looking pictures. So just a little mm -hmm. pro tip there. Yeah. Lighting is like such a struggle. I think of how many times I try to do like just an Instagram story even. And it's like, oh man, I cannot find the right lighting. I'm just going <laughs> to ditch this one. <laughs> so I have two young kids also, and I feel like I had a lot of great pictures when they were like newborns and even like toddler stage, but now they're five and seven. And I feel like there's been this gap in photos from the past few years because they either you know are just being like way too silly or don't feel like having their pictures taken at all or most of the time they're running around without clothes on, <laughs> like without a shirt I'm like sure. I can't be taking pictures of you guys like that um what are your tips for getting your kids to actually focus and smile at the camera if those are the kind of photos that you're looking for sure so okay we've got to think of our kids as people I know we don't think of them as people sometimes. We just kind of, you know, think of them as they need to do what we say. But yeah. a lot of times, you know, kids don't want to have the camera in front of them, just like we don't. You know, we don't want to have something in front of our face. We don't want to have someone come up to us right away and put the camera in front of our face and say, okay, smile, look at us, or, you know, look at me, look at me. We don't like that. And kids don't like that either. So one thing I started to do with my kids, especially as they got a little bit older, um, and some of my kids really like to have their picture taken, others not so much. But one thing that I do is I set up a scheduled time. So I set up like a photo shoot so that they know ahead of time. And for some of my kids, it might be like a week in advance. So they know when I remind them or we put it on the calendar and they know that at that time we're going to do pictures. And so it's not just suddenly putting the camera in their face and saying, look at me and smile. It's something that they know ahead of, uh, ahead of time. 
Um, and then another thing is just to try to make it about them. So don't put them in an ugly button down shirt that they hate wearing <laughs> because that's not them. Let them pick out their clothes or let them, sometimes I take my kids, you know, just to like the goodwill and let them pick out whatever, whatever clothes, you know, speak to you, whatever you like. My girls really like doing this because they find some unique dresses and, and yeah. things, but we have fun, you know, they have fun. And I make it a process that is about them. So they really like having their picture taken or they find accessories or jewelry or ties or hats or toys. Um, my youngest is six. He is especially difficult to take pictures of. He has um, ADHD and some other kind of other things going on that he's just wired a little bit differently. So sitting for him is not um, great, but he chose a skateboard. And I took mm -hmm. pictures of him on the skateboard and he was into that and he let me do that. And he's not looking and smiling in all the pictures, but I captured him as he really is. So just think of your kids as people and humans and kind of treat them with pictures the way you would want someone to take your picture. So a couple mm -hmm. little things there. I love that. My, my I have a two-year-old and she... <laughs> okay, I'm bad about pictures, and we're going to get into this a little bit more with you as we continue our conversation, but I will just take, like, a hundred pictures a day and hope that one of them turns out good, and she's now so used to having the camera in front of her, she will pose if I ask her to pose for pictures, she will hold up, like, her little fake cell phone and be like, selfie, selfie, or, like, ask <laughs> me to take selfies of her. But it's really hard when I'm like, okay, Nora, smile. It's hard to get her to smile. So I've been really just getting in the moment of, you know, taking those like candid shots. And that seems to work good for both of us. But I love that tip about all these tips. And then the tip about the background, because it ends up, you know, I have these really cute candid photos where we're having fun and, you know, they're starting to look a little more professional. And then it's like, oh, man. There's all this crap in the background. Those pictures not useful right. now. And I just have a hundred of them. So, but yeah, those are all really, really good tips. And, you know, we get all these pictures of our children. Like I'm saying, I have thousands of pictures of just my daughter on my camera roll. And as moms, you know, we ask the moms who come on our show, send us some photos of you and your family. And then a photo of you by yourself to promote your episode. And the moms are always like, oh man. I don't have a single picture of me by myself. And I really don't even have that many of me with my kids. It's all of, you know, my partner and my kids. So do you have any advice for listeners on how to get more photos of us, you know, the moms with our kids and not always being the one behind the camera? Um, yes. And my advice actually is really simple and you're probably not going to like it, um, <laughs> but it's just do it. Like mm. get in front of the camera. Just do it. Make it be very intentional. Like do it today. If you're listening today and it doesn't have to be a professional, take a selfie of you and your child, because what's going to happen is as the years go by, your kids are going to start looking at your pictures and they're going to wonder where you are. And they're not going to care if you are not wearing a bra or not wearing makeup or your hair is all, you know, in a mess or some, you know, funky hairstyle. I mean, think of it for us when we look back. I mean, our moms probably had like a hundred different hairstyles. I know mm -hmm. like I can remember like my mom and the perms and all the 80s hairstyles, but I love looking 
back at those pictures and remembering and it's attached to a memory and it's most of the time attached to a good feeling. So when we take a picture of ourselves, it's not really for us. Mm -hmm. It's for your kids, you guys. And it's just something you have to realize. And you guys, like I said, I'm in my 40s now, got lots of wrinkles. I rarely wear makeup anymore. Um, I'm like the queen of workout gear. And so not super stylish, but I make sure that I get in the picture with my kids. And, you know, I'm, I kind of have that advantage of being a photographer because now I teach my kids how to use a camera. So a lot of times when I take pictures of them, I just hand it off to another one and they're learning and they just take some of me too. So Cute. a lot, a lot of times when I schedule or when I take pictures of my kids, there's going to be a moment where they flip it on me too. And I just make sure that that happens. Hmm. I like that. And the more comfortable you are, they might start to feel more comfortable too. Exactly. Yeah. I like that a lot. The flipping the roles too, but yeah, I, I look back on, I think I have like my mom and dad's wedding photos from like years and years ago and they're not super like, you know, um, formal posed pictures. There's some more like candid ones and they're like my favorite pictures ever because I wasn't around to see them that young. So those I can see how it's hard to think of ourselves in that role in the future. But yeah, a lot of our photos are going to be treasures to our kids. I really like thinking about it like that. Exactly. And that's how we have to kind of, you know, just switch our mindset a little bit that it's not about us. It's not about what we look like and how we feel that day. It's about how our kids are going to see us in the future and how their kids are going to look at us in the future, too, with good memories. Mm-hmm. My husband took a photo of me, <laughs> this just reminded me, it popped into my head, um, when my daughter was a newborn and I was nursing, she was maybe like not even two weeks old and we had went and got these sub sandwiches and I'm sitting there nursing her, trying to eat my sandwich <laughs> and like a tomato had fallen out and he snapped this picture of me looking up like, what, what are you, why are you taking this picture? Boob out tomato and mustard all over the other side holding the sandwich and it's actually one of my favorite pictures because it's like I look at that and it takes me literally right back to that moment like I can feel exactly what I was feeling in that moment which that memory would have just completely slipped away and now when my daughter's older and we see that picture and laugh about it and I can you know tell her this is this is what I was going through this is what I felt like and your dad got this picture of it. <laughs> exactly. And Megan, I'm going to be looking for that picture on your Instagram because I know you're going to be posting it. Everybody I'm going to have to. Too. I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so, good. so I know a lot of us now with cameras on our phones, it's so much easier to take thousands of pictures, like Megan said, because we're not developing film. We can take as many pictures as we want. Well, what do we do with all those photos? Like I every once in a while realize, oh, my storage is getting full, plug it in and put it on my computer. But other than that, I mean, we don't have photo albums like our parents and our grandparents had. So do you have any tips on organizing all these photos that we're taking? I've got to be super honest with you guys. I am not the organizing queen. I like to think I'm great at everything. That I am not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I have ways that I organize like my client photos um, in different folders on my computer. um, And I usually do it by year and alphabetically. For my own personal pictures that I take, um, I I download them into my computer and I usually save them by year. Um, So I have like 
2014, 2015, 2000, and they all go into that folder. Um, and then I also save them on a hard drive or a USB. All of like our, our cell phony type pictures. Um, my husband kind of deals with that and he does like Google, maybe Google drive or Apple storage. Some, like I said, not the organizing queen with that part. So, um, I don't know if you guys want to listen to my advice on this, but it, it's somewhere in like Google or Apple or one of those big wig companies, but I just do folders on my desktop and then I back it up on hard drives and USBs. That's really yeah. it. That makes sense. And I mean, you know, you're the creative. You take the pictures. You shouldn't have to deal with organizing the pictures, too. I, if you guys could just see, like, my bedroom and my house right now, not organized. I so desperately try, but it's just everything is – I know where everything is. I know where my pictures all are. It's just kind of mm – -hmm. it's just a mess. I don't know. Yeah. I do like the organizing it by year. That's what I've been doing also. And then it's easy to go – I mean, because especially with, like – my kids being so little every year is so drastically different in their yes. lives it's nice to be able to like oh okay remember that time when Michael was three okay let's go to that year and kind of narrow it down because there are so many um the only other tip that I'm also trying to do is to go through and delete the photos that you don't want to keep because I know on my camera roll it saves even screenshots. Mm -hmm. I have so many memes on there. <laughs> like, uh -huh. I get saved with my family photos that I don't, I don't need to keep those. I don't want to look back on those, you know, in a few years. So yeah. going through every, like maybe when you're uploading them or even if you can break it down and do like, okay, once a month, go through your album really quick and delete all those extra ones can kind of make it a little more manageable. Right. Great tip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been really bad of taking like, 20 of the same photo because she moves so much and it's like okay I know if I just keep clicking and clicking one of these will be cute and usually one turns out cute but then just going back and deleting the other 19 I don't do and so it's just so my photos are such a mess it's just like such a daunting task hanging over my head but yeah those are good tips you guys I'll have to try those out <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. So speaking of just daunting things, running a business with children is really, really difficult. And you have four of them. So what's your secret? How do you run your business and keep sane with four kids? Um, so kind of along the lines of, I guess, the theme of a lot of what I've said already is I'm just very intentional. Mm -hmm. So just like I'm intentional about what's in the background of my photos, I'm very intentional with my time. So I don't sit and try to run my business when my kids are asking me questions about homework or when I'm trying to make them breakfast or having dinner. I have very set business hours where I sit. Um, I don't have, you know, I don't go to the office. I work from home. My office is in my bedroom. So the kids know that when I'm sitting at my desk and my, you know, my doors are closed, they know now that I am at work and they're they're. I, I've had to train them, but they've gotten very respectful and they're very good at that over the years now because I do work you know, I do work full time uh, in my photography business and my photography education business now too. It has kind of grown and evolved over time. So I need a lot of time, but I have to make sure I'm very, very intentional. So that really, that's the secret is just, you know, purpose and intention in, in what you're doing. Yeah. I like that for the photos and for your business. I mean, we don't 
often don't think about doing everything in our lives with intention, but that would cut so much of the excess out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier that not all of your kids love having their pictures taken. Um, what about earlier on when they were younger? Did you practice your photo skills on them? How, how were they with, you know, getting their pictures taken back then? Well, I mean, becoming a photographer, they were my reason for wanting to get into photography. You know, when I started, my oldest is 12. Um, and, you know, when they're babies, they let you. And and we, I say my oldest was 12. There wasn't really iPhones then. Like I had to learn the camera and use my DSLR camera. Um, so there, the, the phones back then weren't that great. But um, yeah, they, when they were babies, they just, they had to. <laughs> you know, pretty yeah. much. So they kind of grew with it. But then as they got older, um, my boys, you know, they don't, you know, they don't love it. They've had the camera in their face their whole life. And I have got, you know, I have also evolved to the point where I know when to pull away. And just like I said before, I make sure that I'm respecting them now because there was a point when they would be angry and they didn't want to do it. And it was a struggle. And, and, I didn't want that experience to be negative for them. I didn't want them to look at my job as something that they hated because I was always pulling them to, you know, take pictures. So I knew right away that I had to, you know, change things and not always have the camera in front of them um, and in front of their face. And I had to just, you know, have that respect in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, I like that. So the best tip for us noobs that don't really know what we're doing, especially somebody who's hoping to take their photography skills to the next level and maybe, you know, start going professional. What, what advice could you offer for that? Okay. So if you guys are, are serious, you've got to get off the, the phone the iPhone, the smartphone. I know some of them do take really good pictures and there's really cool filters now and all of that. But if you want them to look professional and if you stop your scroll on Instagram, when you see a picture that looks really great, probably from a photographer, mm -hmm. it is not a picture that's taken with an iPhone and it's not a filter from Instagram. It's probably taken with a DSLR or a camera and probably edited in Lightroom or Photoshop. So mm -hmm. there is some rhyme or reason to why the pictures look Great. So if you're serious about it, the first thing that I would say is really try to to learn your camera. So you might even have like a Canon or a Nikon, one of the, you know, entry level cameras that are out there, but you keep it on automatic because it's it's simple and it's easy to do. And that's okay at first. But my recommendation would be to dive in, learn how to use manual mode because that one thing is going to totally change the way that you take pictures. And I know it seems very techy at first and you look at the camera and there's weird dials and there's buttons and you don't know what <laughs> they do. I get it, but it's really not that hard, you guys. I promise it is not that hard to learn it. And when you do, you're going to be amazed by the pictures that you can take of your kids, especially if you just have that creative bug in you to begin with. Um, it's just going to take everything to that next level. So really learn how to use your camera. Good advice. Yeah, they, yeah. the cameras are very overwhelming to me, but the iPhone photo app is very overwhelming. <laughs> so. I like that though, because I haven't owned, uh, oh, I think I still have my digital camera laying around from 
I'm like, oh, I didn't get one that long ago in college. Okay, well, that was like 11 years ago now. So it's yeah. very outdated. But yeah, I, I think we all get kind of um, caught up in how advanced phones are. And we're like, so excited, all the filters and everything. Ooh, we can look so cute on Instagram and whatever. But to take that next step and actually get a camera makes so much sense. And seems like it would really, yeah, obviously increase the photo quality. It's it nice does. to kind of step back and and think about, okay, our phones aren't the end all be all for everything. It does. And, but you know what? They're good. They do serve a purpose and it's nice in the spur of the moment. But if you're looking to be more creative, if you're looking to really understand photography, um, if you're just looking to be able to take more professional pictures of your kids the way you want them to look, um, then, you know, that's totally the way to go is just to learn how to do it. Because you guys already have your phone. You have a camera in your hand all the time, every day anyways. Mm-hmm. Just kick it up a notch, learn how to, you know, learn the, the next level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that would be so helpful for us because just on a like work load basis, like I'm thinking with Halloween coming up, right. The amount of effort that I put into our costumes as a family to just wear them for a couple of hours, I do it all for the picture. And then if I take a photo that is, you know, mediocre, but I just spent 12 hours constructing these perfect family costumes, you know, it, it just seems like it would be totally worth it to invest in that education yes. a little bit. Yeah. Like what a good example. And there's so many examples like that in our lives as moms of these mm-hmm. moments we want to capture. And we look back at pictures and some are cute and some we get the, you know, the, the candid moments, but we're like, man, I wish that was in focus or I wish mm-hmm. that wasn't so blurry or dark. And if we knew what we were doing, or mm-hmm. if you guys knew what you're doing, I know what I'm doing. I think <laughs> most of the time, but you would really, you know, you would appreciate it that much more. Absolutely. <laughs> And really just the taking more photos thing. I know that we're all like can tend to be obsessed with our own children, but like taking pictures of ourselves or with other adults, I have a really, a really hard time with that. I remember like when I was in, in my youth, taking pictures (laughs) with my friends all the time was super fun. And now as an adult, my friends have spread out more. Megan and I are farther apart we don't have a lot of photos of us together. And it's like when we do get to spend that quality time, there's so much going on. We don't always think to stop and take those photos to make those memories. But then I always regret it later. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Picture, I mean, just photography in general is just important. It's just important. Important for our kids, important for us, for our friends, for life. It's just capturing life. Yeah. What a cool job. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) All right. Well, that would lead us to our final question. If you could share one piece of advice on how to balance being a mom and a boss lady, what would it be? Um, oh, it just ties back to so many things. I feel like I said one, just being intentional with your time and the time you spend your kids and the time you spend at work, always making sure you put your kids first. Um, you know, is super important too. And just having fun with life, having fun with your kids, having fun with your job and, you know, just making, you, you know, just making your life all come together. I think that's, that's my advice. Thanks. Love that. Perfect. Well, this has inspired me to try 
to get into some photography. My husband always laughs at me because he just kind of has the eye for it. I definitely don't. But it seems like, you know, just with these tips that you've shared on this episode, I'm feeling like, okay, this is important. I want to try this. So thank you so much for taking the time to share these with us. We're so excited. And we'll start clicking some pictures and seeing what you think, maybe. Don't be too awesome. harsh. Yes. Yeah. Like take some, tag me on Instagram. I want to see. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to call you out on that, Megan and Nikki. I want to see. <laughs> okay. So we are going to move into our next segment, our hot mess moments. We ask all of our guests to share a time that their life has been a total hot mess. And so we are going to ask you to share yours as well. Sure. I think my whole life, I think, is a hot mess with, you know, <laughs> with my four kids. But this one, um, actually, I'm thinking of this right now because I have to go to the bathroom really bad as I'm sitting here talking to you guys. <laughs> and after having four kids, and maybe you can relate, I don't know, but ever since I had kids, it's hard for me to hold my pee. Um, and so one time when, and, and I have peed my pants quite often, um, now, so, um, but one time, okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. I was hoping that you guys would chime in a little bit, but I usually, I know most of the time, like when I'm working out, when I'm doing jumping jacks or something like that, that's usually a trigger, but I was shooting a family one time, um, several years ago. Um, and they just had me laughing and we were having fun and I was squatting up and down trying to get pictures, not squatting to exercise, but just moving the camera, moving my body. And yes, I peed my pants a little bit. And then I had to kind of play it off the whole time. Like I didn't, I don't think they knew. Um, but I know. And I know that I have to go to the bathroom right now. And so that is on my head. So that, that's my hot mess moment of many. I love it. Oh, I love that. I don't think they knew, but I knew. And that makes it, yeah, that makes it bad enough. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Sure. Why don't you go ahead and tell people where they can find you and how they can support your business? Sure. Well, I I am a portrait photographer, but I try to help people all over the world by teaching photography. Um, I have a, a photography website. It's called CozyClicks.com, and it's full of free tutorials and videos. I also have a free online course for you guys if you're interested in learning more about the basics of photography. Um, you can register for that by going to CozyClicks.com forward slash boot camp. Um, and then I'm also the host of the Stay Focused podcast. So if you guys like listening, like I know you like listening to Megan and Mickey, um, you can listen where I talk, you know, photography tips to help you out every week over there too. Perfect. All right. Well, make sure that you guys go and check her out and we will see you next week. Bye. Thank you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and join the conversation in our Facebook group at Boss Ladies and Babies. And until next time, stay, stay bossy. bossy.